radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queen. It's Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. I trust that you had a beautiful weekend doing some joy pampering, bringing that joy into your life, preparing your mind for greatness to do incredible things. I pray that you uh, are off to a good week with productivity also, right? Let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning and to have another day to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of organization, queens of action, and queens of leadership. Oh, Lord, let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, but be steadfast, unmovable, oh, Lord, and unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over all those women and businesswomen that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated, and just not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them inner peace and strength and send the resources and others, including us, O Lord, to them so that we may help. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept all those blessings that are yet to come. Thank you so much, Lord, for Successful Woman Radio and for all of the listeners that support the show. Father, I ask that you give me a ready recollection of words and resources and information that will bless the lives of those that listen. It is in all of these blessings and prayers that we ask in Christ's name, amen. Well, again, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and you are ready for a productive week this week. All this month, during the month of September, we have been driving the same business details that you need to know about. So on the first week of this month of September, we discussed how to create a marketing budget. And then on last week, we talked about how to keep track of your cash flow. And this week, here we are, the third Monday of September, We're talking about how to properly outsource your help. Of course, it's no secret that you cannot run all aspects of your business by yourself, right? But as a small business owner and queen of your own empire, you really don't have to have a large group of employees. You can learn how to effectively delegate and how to outsource the work that you need. And many of you have probably heard me mention the two words, power team, and it really does all begin with figuring out what you need help with and then finding those individuals and those individuals together behind the scenes, the kind of like a a back office expression are your power team, individuals that can infuse power and get things done 
at a much faster pace than you can because they're expertise and they're doing it day in and day out. So again, today is how to properly outsource help. And then, of course, on week four of this month, we're going to round it up and end with how to understand your customer's purchasing habits. This is something that we haven't talked a lot about on Successful Woman Radio, but it is something that we're going to increasingly address, right? And so we will be doing that next week. But for today, it's all about how to properly outsource that help. So make sure that you have a pen and a notepad and that you take good notes on this, right? Of course, also on the show today, five questions of business leadership, preparing your mind for greatness, any announcements that we might have for Women About Biz, I'm going to be bringing those to you as well. Also, I want to just talk to you a little bit uh, at this time about goal setting and just share with you what we are doing over at Women About Biz. So very, very important. So by now, you should have received an invitation to join our member portal that we call Crown Club, right? Now, what we have done is that we are combining our member portal. This is where you receive all of your benefits along with our community. Everything's all together in one member portal, again, that we call Crown Club. So you should have received it. Now, if for some reason you did not receive an invitation, here are the quick instructions to get you in the member portal. All you need to do is go to member.womenaboutbiz.net. Again, member, no S on the end of that. Just the word member, M-E-M-B-E-R dot womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, dot net. Member.womenaboutbiz.net. That is the web address for your member portal at Women About Biz. And once you get there, if you don't have a username and password already, go ahead and click the sign up button and then select uh, the free bronze membership and get yourself in the portal because this is where and only where we will be providing all member benefits and things that you hear us talk about here on the Successful Woman radio show. So that's going to be very, very important. And now back to goal setting. Um, As many of you know, you've seen the announcements that we have opened up for the rest of this year our goal setting coaching program so that those of you who are our free bronze members will not only get the chance to see how this can really help you from a coaching perspective, but also to support you and encourage and motivate you in going ahead and addressing the goals that you need to accomplish in your business. Now, the one thing that I have discovered is that I truly believe that goal setting is one of those main areas that as women, we need to be paying attention to. And so last week, I called 40 members in Women About Biz, okay, 40. And it might have been a little bit more than that. And the one question I wanted to ask them is, you know, how is the business doing? And have you properly set your goals for September? And the answer I got didn't really surprise me, but it surprised me, if that makes any sense. 
The answer most people said was an astounding no. I think out of 40 women that I talked with on last week, about 31 of them said, no, I haven't set my goals. Then I asked, had you set your goal last month? They said no. So what this tells me, basically what I did is I took a sampling of our list combined of silver members and bronze members. And what this really tells me is that this is an area where business women greatly need help with. And it really was a huge aha moment for me as well, because no matter what resources you have, no matter uh, if you do have the funds to market your business effectively, without goal setting, you can't do anything. Um, when you can't plan out how things are supposed to be, when you can't create your objectives, when you can't clearly set goals to support whatever it is you want to experience in your business and then set tasks uh, so that you may get those things implemented and accomplish that goal, it's a huge problem. It really is. And there are a lot of reasons why business women don't set their goals. It runs the gamut. But here's the thing that's very important that you need to understand is that without goals, there can be no results. Goal setting gives you clarity. It allows you to focus. And it allows you to stay clear on your objectives of what you're supposed to be doing in your business. And it also helps you as the owner understand what your role is and what you should be delegating, okay? And without that, it's very, very difficult to really, on a daily basis, know what you're supposed to be doing as the CEO and then also uh, know what goals you should be addressing, okay? That's very key. And so as the CEO of your business, you are solely responsible, right, for the vision of your business and knowing the direction that your business should be going, and you are responsible for setting the goals, especially when you um, are a solopreneur. But even if you have a small team, you are responsible for setting those goals and then addressing and deciding on what tasks need to be implemented in order to support that goal and get it accomplished. It is only when we accomplish our goals that we actually accomplish our vision or our, our objectives of what it is that we want to experience in our business. And the aha moment for me was this. I think that as women, we have this tendency to play so many multiple roles in our daily lives and, yes, in our businesses as well, that we are not stepping into our true leadership positions. We are not stepping into being those queens of our empires, leading our empires. And the one reason I believe that we're not is just based on comfort. We are comfortable trying to do everything. And yes, sometimes we are comfortable tripping over ourselves, trying to do things that we don't even have the talent or skills to do. And this is something that we have got to stop doing. If we are going to be serious about generating a multiple five-figure or a multiple six-figure income, if we're going to be 
serious about that so that we can then drive and truly look at becoming that seven-figure earner all begins with you understanding your role as the owner of your business. It all begins with you understanding that you can just you cannot just be the laborer in your business, meaning your mind is so focused on 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 being the laborer that you're never focused on being the leader and directing your business with vision and with goals. And so we have got to correct that. We have got to do better with being the queens of our empire, we have got to know how to drive those goals and know how to see them through. And so when I did that survey last week and I called random members, just seeing how they were doing and asking them those questions, um, you know, I began to really understand that as women, we really need to prioritize things and we really need to prioritize our business and we need to get serious about what it is that we want or else we're going to get the same old thing on next year. What does that mean? It means that, yes, there are business women who have goals, they have desires, they have dreams, they have things that they want to do. They've identified their purpose and what, what that should be. But at the same time, nothing's getting done because they are not stepping into the CEO role. They are not properly planning. So, you know, we've talked about Habakkuk 2.2 before with this write the vision down, make it plain on the tablet. However, what does that really mean, right? It really means that God is giving you a clearer understanding in human form what needs to happen in order to manifest the things that you want in your life and your business, right? He wants you to take it out of the spiritual realm. He's showing you that, listen, you are a spiritual being in a human body. And in order for you to do things, that will parallel the spirit. You've got to take it out of your spiritual mind, move it into your thought, and then onto paper so that you can properly plan and that you can properly take action to it. That's very important for you to understand, right? It's because when you have an understanding of the fact that goal setting really is the foundation for manifesting all that you want, all that you hope for, all that you dream of, when you begin to understand that, then you're going to take goal setting more serious. You're You're going to make a commitment, right? You're going to make a commitment to goal setting, and you're going to make a commitment to being the queen of your empire and to make things happen. You know, when I use the term queen of your empire, it's not just something cutesy, but it is something that signifies that at the time of our birth, we inherited the right to be leaders, to be queens of our own empire, to have our own space where we are able to add assets such as properties, such as investments, such as uh, for-profit companies, non-profit companies. We are able to add whatever it is that we want, but it all starts really with, um, you know, with clarity and, and having that one business that we're going to commit to so that we may grow it 
it generates income, then we are able to loan money to other business ideas and things because we are making money in the one business. So again, this is this is a very serious issue with women not properly following through on their goals. It is a serious issue. Why? It's because it has built a habit in many women. Most of the time, you might think, well, I don't have the time to set goals or I don't have the time to work on this or, you know, but the issue is, is that you're not accomplishing the goals because you now have set the habit not to accomplish your goals. You set the habit for goal setting not to occur. And what needs to happen is the reverse. You've got to start making a commitment. And remember, a commitment is your word. It's your bond to yourself. You've got to make a commitment that you are going to start properly goal setting. Now, how, how should that work? Well, to support you, in our member portal, under coaching programs in the lower menu, we have the monthly goal setting um, group which is where I'm dropping nuggets, videos, resources, different things to help you with your goal setting. And we also, at the top of every month, at the top of every new month, we will be hosting, usually on a Sunday, that seems to be an agreeable time, we are hosting the top of the month goal setting session, where where we actually, it's an actual working session. So it's not just me talking, but it's you really looking at what goals do I want to tackle? What didn't I tackle last month? What do I need to bring over? So we talk about those things at the top of the month goal setting session. And then what happens is that then you'll be supported in the monthly goal setting group uh, in our member portal where I will continue to provide resources and information to you, right? And each month there is a goal-setting workbook that you will receive helping you set your goals for that month. Now, at Women About Biz, we suggest that you set three goals because you have to remember, it's not a matter of just listing three things, but for every goal that you set, you also have to uh, set task items or to-do items, right? And each goal has its own set of tasks. And so, therefore, it could be quite a bit of things that you've got to get done or you've got to decide who you're going to actually delegate to. So, again, goal setting is very serious. And I invite you to, if you have not already gotten in the new member portal at Women About Biz, I invite you to visit member.womenaboutbiz.net. Go ahead and get yourself signed up with the free brunch membership and then participate in our monthly goal setting uh, program, which is right up under coaching. And you can ask questions in the monthly goal setting channel. You can post um, an example of a goal and then you can post here's the here's the to do items, and you can ask ask me for advice on, you know, did you break it down enough, or any suggestions on on your goals. 
um, there's a lot that you can do right there in the goal setting, okay? And so that's what that is there for. And, you know, it's there to support you. Um, you know, I'll be continually dropping nuggets in there. Uh, and definitely make sure you go look at the video that I recorded entitled Three Things That Can Hold You Back from achieving your business goals. Listen intently to that because it's going to help many of you who um, you're feeling like you're stunted with your goal setting, that you can't seem to get it off the ground. And, you know, again, one of the reasons could be is because you're just not clear on the direction where where you want to take your business. And if that's the case, that's where you really need to schedule a power talk and have a clarity call. So if you are a bronze member, you have one annual power talk at no cost. If you are a silver member, you are able to schedule a power talk at the top of every quarter. So again, go ahead and schedule your power talk if you have not had one. You can do that easily as well, right in the member portals, click on coaching programs, and just click on the link that says Schedule Power Talk, and you can get started with scheduling that Power Talk so we can talk about clarity uh, for your actual business, right? And so, again, I am saying that goal setting is the foundation to all manifestation of bringing things to you and um, making things happen in your business and and your life. And when you don't do that, when you don't properly plan, when you don't take your thoughts from your spiritual mind and transfer them onto paper and make it plain, you have nothing for which to set the foundation to manifest that thing, right? And this is very key. So again, I want to encourage you and motivate you to go ahead and set your goals. It is not too late. Don't you dare be thinking, well, I'm too late now. I'll just wait till October. No, Go ahead and get yourself in the monthly goal-setting group in the Women About Biz Crown Club. That's our member portal. And then you, you will be supported. If you have any questions, you can ask them right there in the goal-setting group. And we will answer those questions and make sure that you get taken care of. Because we want to see you accomplish your business goals. We want to see you make some things happen in your business. We want to support you with that. So there you have it about goal setting. Now, I want to go ahead and move right into our five questions of business leadership. Question number one is, have I set my business foundation? And as as you know, if you've been listening to the show, there are five core areas attached to question one. Core area one is legal structure and setup. Have you set up your LLC? Have you set your tax EIN? Core area number two is strategy because every business needs to strategically plan where it's going. So when you strategically plan, you might ask yourself questions such as, what do I want to experience in my business quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? How will I implement the task to support my goals? And who will I delegate to? These are all questions that you ask yourself as you prepare to strategically plan, right? And, and basically, strategic, strategically planning or strategy, it's really, it, it's really a method to help you um, hone in on and better 
focus on what it is that you want by by setting objectives and answering various questions so that you can get to the core of how to make it happen. And then core area three is all about the power team. Have I created my power team outline, okay? Have I created my power team outline? And what that means is have you actually identified all of the different types of professionals that you need um, to help you move your business further. So, you know, for some businesses, it could be a graphic designer, it could be a copywriter, it could be uh, a web designer, it, it could be different people. Uh, you have to make a decision, what are all of the professional roles that you need played in your business? What are they? And you're not going to use all of them at the same time. Most of individuals who are professionals have their own business, and so they are servicing other clients as well. But the key here is, is that you cannot wait until the last moment to try to identify people who you're going to delegate to. It doesn't work that way. You've got to look ahead of time. This is why, as the CEO of your business, identifying your power team is so important. And then core area four have I automated my marketing? Oh, that's a big question, right? Because in today's technological world, business automation is no longer just a choice, but it really is the best way to effectively market your business and have it running for you 24-7. So there are different types of automation, but for the purpose of this, marketing automation, it really is, the question really is, is do you have an email marketing software, right? Um, or do you have a CRM, a customer relations manager system, where you are able to email and or text your clients and you're able to stay in consistent communications with them? You're able to do all of these things through your marketing platform. This is very key because it saves you a tremendous amount of time, especially if you are a solopreneur, okay? And then core uh, area number five, and we're still on question one. Remember, there were five core areas that attached to this question. In core area five, the question is, am I prepared to receive the money? Again, am I prepared to receive the money? And what does that mean? It means that even if you are completely ready with your business, if customers come rolling in, are you really able to receive the money that they need to pay you? You've got to make sure that you have uh, the business checking account ready so that, um, so that once you get a merchant account, you have an account that, uh, that you can transfer that, that cash into, that it can be converted, that charge can be converted into cash. Um, you need a good bookkeeping system, right? Again, you need that merchant system, and I recommend the three, Stripe, PayPal, and Square, okay? And then number four, you definitely need to set up your cash flow analysis or your cash flow spreadsheet, which is so very important because, you know, success really is all about the numbers. It truly is. And so you need to have a cash flow spreadsheet. You know how to, you need to know how to become the queen of cash flow 
and, and that's basically a spreadsheet with your sales coming in and your expenses going out, and it's going to help you to do so many things, right? Then now that we have gone over the core areas, five core areas in setting your business foundation, and again, those core areas, legal structure setup, um, strategic planning, you know, have you uh, created your power team outline, have you automated your marketing, and are you prepared to receive the money? Those are the areas that you need to be concerned with as you set your foundation for your business. Now, moving on with question two in the five questions of business leadership, what are my top three business goals this month? You know, in question one, in one of the core areas, it was, you know, you ask yourself the question, what are my goals this quarter? But now you want to break it down and do what are the top three business goals this month? And as you know, at Women About Biz and in our goal-setting coaching, we only recommend you focus on three goals for your business unless you have a team of individuals that you can delegate other goals to to accomplish. If not, we only recommend three business goals, right? Here's number three. Do I have my power team now in place? Meaning, if you have created that power team outline, how about the question, do you have that power team in place? You know, that means that you have actually called and vetted individuals, you've asked associates for referrals, and, and you've introduced yourself, you know their rates, you know their services, you've looked at portfolios or examples of their work, and you are confident, right, that this person is someone that could help you. So therefore, they go on your power team list, and when you need them, you're able to call them and immediately get, uh, get work going. Here's number four. Am I being consistent with marketing and communication? So not only do you need to have automated marketing, but you also need to make sure that the marketing and communications with prospects, also with clients, you need to make sure that it is consistent, okay? Because when it's not consistent, that's when you won't see results. You won't see results, and you won't know what to correct because you're not being consistent. Keep that in mind. Consistency allows you to hold yourself accountable. It also allows you to evaluate and look at what needs to be improved upon. But without consistency, you'll get lost, okay? Number five, on a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Now, it's important for you to remember that your belief level is tied directly to all of your actions, your emotions, your thoughts, your opinions, okay, what you're feeling. If you're taking action on your business goals, then you should see them being accomplished and your to-do items are being checked off, right? That's what lets you know that you're moving forward, that you are progressing. When those things aren't happening, you may be experiencing procrastination, standstill. Uh, You may feel frozen in time. um, And you may be feeling like you're repeating the same habits that are working against you as, as from last year. So you have to be very, very careful with that, okay? 
If you just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, okay? And I am just so excited that you're here with us and that you are listening to the show today to get information on properly starting or growing your business. So again, our theme today is how to properly outsource the help. Again, how to properly outsource help. That means, you know, if you need a virtual assistant, how is it that you can work to properly outsource that? And we're going to be getting to that in just a minute. For those of you that are still asking questions about our book club, it's coming. Um, We are, you know, wanting to do it right. We've had so many things that we have been trying to roll out at Women About Biz, and we don't want the book club just to be a fleeting thought or to get something out there just for the sake of getting it out there, but we really want to bring uh, and step up uh, step up our game in providing an incredible book club where we all will be able to learn from the books that are recommended, and we can see growth because we are implementing a lot of those things that are coming from the books that we read. So again, stay tuned. We are definitely getting close to releasing the book club. Uh, For now, as a reminder, make sure that you are part of our all-new member portal that we call Crown Club. I think you're going to really love it. It really is easy to use, and that is how um, you are able to take advantage of your benefits, whether you are a free member or a Silver Crown Club member, it doesn't matter. All of the information is going to be in that in the in the member portal for you. And again, I encourage you as soon as you get in the member portal to go ahead, click on coaching, and select monthly goal setting and be a part of that group. So very important. It is twelve thirty four after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. So excited that you are here listening to the show with me today. I want to go ahead and talk about preparing your mind for greatness and how important that is as well. Now, preparing your mind for greatness, that phrase simply means that every morning when you wake up, you recognize that literally you need to be the first person to tap into your own personal power. Because when you're not, you allow your subconscious mind to be open to other persuasions, other suggestions, other things that you did not intend it to be exposed to. And so being the first person to tap into your your personal power simply means that you are going to be the ones who feed positivity into your subconscious mind, the first person to do that every single morning. You're going to be the person to prepare your mind and to lay the groundwork for the day for your mind to receive positive thoughts and images uh, and successful images for your, for your business. You are going to be the one to do that right? It's when you tap into your own personal power that you begin to gain um, mental energy. You begin to gain mental strength 
and you are able to handle challenges. You're able to handle obstacles. You're able to handle a lot of things that come your way because you have prepared your mind for greatness. And by preparing your mind for greatness also, it means that you are strengthening your belief system as well. If you didn't know it, one of the things that can harm us more than anything else is that we can be holding on to beliefs that we have picked up along life's journey from childhood, uh, false beliefs that our parents may have had and they transferred them to us. Uh, You could be picking up on beliefs based on your experience and based on some negative things that may have happened to to you in your life. And And a lot of these beliefs are false. They are negative, but just the same, once they are embedded in your subconscious mind and once you think about them more than three or four times, guess what? They become automated. And when something automates itself, in your subconscious mind, you no longer have to actually think about it. What it does is that it associates whatever has been automated, it associates it with various actions, with various thoughts, emotions, uh, you know, with various um, things that you want in your, in your physical life. It, it associates it. It like wires it, Right. It wires to those things, and, and, and anything that's relevant to it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to associate it. And as a result, every time you think about a certain thing, there goes that habit creeping up automatically to interfere or get in the way. And that's kind of how our conscious and our subconscious minds work with one another, right? It's in our conscious mind, in the now. We may have heard that expression I know Eckhart Tolle, uh, a lot of thought thinkers um, talk about the now, which is the conscious mind that we live in every single day. The now uh, is an important space because that's where all of our desires are developed. That's where our opinions and our emotions and our experiences occur in the now, in the conscious mind. However, the greater part of our mental ability is in the subconscious mind, right? Because we can say we want to be millionaires, but if the subconscious mind has not uh, stored that there's a belief there that we can be a millionaire, then it's going to disassociate. It's It's going to pull up Uh, negative habits that work against the very things that we want. And this is important for you to understand how the subconscious mind actually works and why we have to prepare our minds for greatness on a daily basis. And honey, let me tell you, sometimes we have to go hour by hour because there's so much gunk going on in our our mindset or something may have happened over the weekend or a period of time ago that just really has you stumped. It has you um, kind of like paralyzed in a thinking pattern that's working totally against you. So this is why preparing your mind for greatness is so important because when you prepare it, you help build a force field. You help build a magnet that attracts those things to you that you do want. 
and repels those things that you don't want in your life or in your business, which is so very important. So how do you do that? Well, my suggestion is as you wake up every morning, you first of all build the habit of just sitting up, taking a deep breath, and automatically being grateful and thanking God for waking you up and giving you yet another day. Claim your day because you don't know what's going to happen throughout the day. Claim your day. Start it with prayer and gratitude and thanking God for the day. Ask him to let you live the full 24 hours. Claim it. Let him know that you're expecting to live that 24 hours and that you are going to make good use of the time within that time frame, which is so very, very important. And then go into meditation if you would like to, or I recommend that you um, would have created some custom affirmation cards for yourself because nobody knows you like you. Create those custom affirmation cards where you read positive affirmations into your mind so that your subconscious mind may absorb them, right? And that's very, very key. So again, preparing your mind for greatness, there's nothing like it. And I can honestly say, when I mess around and haven't prepared my mind for greatness for the day, I'm telling you, I can feel that I am not protected. I can feel that I am not in necessarily in as much control as I need to be over the things that I'm doing. And I even lack the I even lack focus. And so again, I encourage you, put it on your schedule as a recurring um, event. Prepare my mind for greatness. You know, give yourself 15 to 30 minutes to do that at the top of every day, and you are indeed going to start seeing incredible results happen in your life. Again, the question is if you're not the first person tapping into your own personal power, then who or what is? That's a big question, right? That's something that you need to think about because it is one of those questions that make you go, hmm, right? You know? And we don't even recognize just how much seeps into our subconscious mind and what we are exposing ourselves to from the time we wake up. We're not even recognizing that. We're not. But I do know this. When you start the day off with God, when you start the day off with positive mindset, when you start the day off being that first person to tap into your personal power, you are definitely going to see positive and lasting changes in your mind. You're going to see that. Definitely so. It's 12.42 after the hour. You're listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. I want to go right into our hot topic for today, which is how to properly outsource help. And uh, this is a good time to get a pen and notepad. Uh, Take some good notes on this because I think what we have pulled together is truly going to help you. A big shout out and thank you to, um, you know, my virtual assistant, um, right-hand person at Women About Biz, Relisha, who helped to pull a lot of the research together for this particular topic. Um, you know what, in the in the ever-evolving landscape of small business, and trust me, things are changing a lot. 
outsourcing has really become a huge and valuable strategy for small business owners seeking to grow their business without the burden of handling every single thing themselves. It's a sure way to prevent burnout for entrepreneurs who always need to wear many hats, right? And those of us who are solo entrepreneurs especially, we know how easy it is to get burned out. As a matter of fact, burnout is another reason why business women aren't setting their goals. But when done right, outsourcing can really help you to streamline your operations. It can indeed help you to reduce costs and tap into specialized expertise. However, The key to your success lies in understanding how to properly outsource the help. So let's delve into some essential steps and, you know, some best practices and look to leverage outsourcing effectively for yourself, okay? Now, when I use the word outsourcing, it simply just means we need to find you a good virtual assistant or you need to find um, a, a professional that provides a particular service to assist you with shortening your learning curve and boosting your business faster. Now, before you start outside outsourcing, it's, it's very crucial to identify specific areas of your business that require external assistance, right? And if you remember me talking about um, developing your power team outline, that's exactly what this means, right? It time to identify your needs. So you need to conduct a comprehensive evaluation of your business processes to determine which tasks can be delegated and which tasks you must do yourself. Now, common areas to consider can include everything from IT support to digital marketing, customer service, and certain administrative tasks. But you are the only one that can get clear on defining your needs and knowing what you need to outsource, okay? The other thing that you have to identify, too, is to look at your budget and to decide how much funds you have to be able to spend on actual outsourcing. Sometimes you're not going to be able to always spend money on every single outsource need, right? Sometimes you may have to prioritize and look at, you know, how you might be able to utilize someone for five hours a week or for 10 hours a week or what have you. But what you need to know is that it is not uh, uncommon to not be able to use, utilize, or have all of the people that you need on your power team working all at once because you may not have the money coming in, okay? So what you have to do, again, is prioritize. Set clear objectives, okay? Once you've identified the areas to outsource, then you need to set clear objectives for each task or each project. One of the big mistakes that people have a tendency to make is that they assign goals instead of assigning tasks. Did you guys hear that? Write that down. One of the biggest mistakes that I find that small business owners make is that instead of assigning or delegating the task, they have a tendency to delegate the goal. And when you delegate the goal, you're leaving it up to that individual to tell you the tasks that need to happen. But really, you need to identify all of the tasks that need to get done 
for that particular goal. And when you are unclear on the tasks that need to happen, then that's when you set up a consultation or a meeting and you work together with that individual to set up uh, a list of tasks that need to be accomplished to support and complete the goal that you're trying to accomplish, right? But what you don't do is you don't delegate goals. You delegate tasks, and the goal becomes the objective that you are trying to complete. Okay, and that's very, very important. So you have to outline your goals with tasks. You also have to know what the expected outcome should be once everything is completed. This should be the, uh, the outcome, the objective is completed. And you also need to be able to measure and hold the person that you've delegated. You have to measure and hold that person accountable. So that means that you have to set up follow-up uh, timeframes in your calendar to follow up with that individual. So defining your objectives will not only help you communicate your expectations to potential outsourcing, but it will also enable you to measure the success of your outsourcing uh, as well. And when you can measure, you can always stay in control. When you cannot measure, when you don't follow up, I can tell you you've lost control before you've even gotten started, okay? Another area in outsourcing which is important is to learn how to budget wisely. So you have to determine, again, that realistic budget for outsourcing. So you've got to consider the cost, the savings, and the improvements as a result of outsourcing it to someone else. That's going to be the key, okay? So you have to calculate your potential return on investment to ensure that outsourcing aligns with your financial goals. So again, you have to be prepared to pay someone what they are worth, but at the same time, you have to make sure that what you are paying them justifies the task itself and that you're not overpaying to the point to where you're losing out. Now, there is such a thing called the cost of doing business. And the cost of doing business means that you can't always measure your return on investment. There are certain administrative tasks that just have to be done in your business. They need to, they need to happen. And so as a result, it's part of the cost of doing business, and so that has a budget all unto itself. So these are things that you have to plan, you have to brainstorm on, you have to think on. This is part of your CEO planning time that you should have every single week. Next, you should choose the right outsourcing partner, okay? So when you select the right person to outsource a task to, this is the most important part of the whole planning process for outsourcing. You have to consider such factors such as, you know, their industry experience, their expertise, were they referred to you by somebody else who's been using them for a long time? Uh, do they have a portfolio if, uh, if it's like graphics work or web design or a writer, you know? Um, do they have references for you to call and double check? So it's important to take the time to interview potential partners, make sure that they're the people that you want on your power team, 
check references and review their portfolios. Again, that's very important. Look for providers who also align with your business values and understand your goals. This is very, very important, okay? And this is another thing that as um you know, as Christians, this is something that we have to be very careful of is not misaligning, okay? You have to make sure that you are totally aligning with other people who have your same business values and who understand your goals. You also have to establish clear communication. This is another thing that's very key. Listen, effective communication is essential in all of business. It's essential to successful outsourcing as well. So when you clearly define roles and responsibilities, establish regular communication channels such as meetings, and you set expectation for response time, that closes the gap for people to take advantage of you and to disrespect what it is you are hiring them for, contracting them for in the beginning, right? One of the things that I've talked about all the time is that there's a difference between delegation and abdication, right? When you delegate, that means that you are assigning a project or a a task or a set of tasks, you are assigning them with direction and follow-up, right? So that's what delegation is. But when you abdicate, when you abdicate, it's like you're telling them, this is my goal, now go do something with it. And you're not really assigning anything. You're just trying to get the monkey off your back, and you're so glad that that you have that task off your plate or that goal off your plate. You're not even paying attention to setting a system for which that person is to work through. And as a result, you know, it will come back and snap you on your behind every time. So you have to be very careful with that. You want to delegate. You never, ever want to abdicate. You never want to just give something to someone and don't even um, pay attention to, you know, the deadlines or when they're supposed to get it or what you're looking for, the parameters of instructions. You never want to um, just abdicate something to someone else. And you have to be very careful because abdication happens more with micro business owners, small business owners than any other sector in the business industry. And that's something you have to watch out for, okay? So establish those clear communication channels, and it's going to help you, okay? The next thing is you have to protect your data. Security is paramount when outsourcing tasks that involve sensitive information. So if you're working on a course, a project, something that hasn't yet to be uh, shown or seen by the general public, um, but it's it's in the development process, then you have to ensure that whoever you outsource it to or whomever you contract has a robust data protection system that, you know, when you send something to them that it's going to be encrypted, it's going to be securely stored, and nobody else is going to have their hands on it unless you've given permission. This is why it's important always for every person that works with you that you contract, they automatically have to sign a non-disclosure agreement so you can safeguard your confidential information. And the other thing you have to do when you're outsourcing, 
you automatically, and this is very important, listen up, queen, for graphic designers, web designers, copywriters, people who are helping you to brand your business, you need to get it clear from the very beginning whether or not you own your material or they are saying they own your material. That's something that you have to be very careful of. So at the very, very beginning in the non-disclosure agreement, there should already be clauses within that non-disclosure agreement that say that, that you own any graphic designs that's been designed for you or any articles or courses that have been designed for you or anything like that they should automatically say that you are the sole owner of that. Even though they have done the work, they transfer the rights and they give you the right of way to be the owner of all of that. That is so very, very important. And it's something that is missed almost 100% of the time when individuals are working with others. I've had clients to call me very upset because someone worked on their logo and now they realize that they are not the owner of that logo completely. Um, they've only been given permission to use the logo, but they can't, if they're not going to be the owner of the logo, they can't trademark it, right? They can't trademark their work or copyright their written material. So this is why it's so very important for you to understand that you have to work this out in the very beginning as a, as a agreement is being signed. You have to have all of this worked out in your non-disclosure agreement, okay? And again, the next thing you want to look at is monitoring the progress. Regular On a regular basis, you need to monitor the progress of anything that you have assigned or delegated, okay? And you have to know when they are doing a good job and when they are not and how you're going to handle it when you feel the work is not satisfactory, when it hasn't been done properly, okay? If issues arise, you need to be able to address them promptly and work collaboratively to actually find a solution to the issue, right? And sometimes it's not a matter of, I need to let this person go because they're just not getting it. Sometimes you have not given them all of the proper instructions. So you need to pay close attention to that. And a couple of other things that you have to do as well as you're looking to outsource um, and, and delegate your work is you've got to foster a positive relationship. You've got to build that strong relationship for, with your outsourcing partner for long-term success. So you really do need to show appreciation for their efforts. You need to provide feedback, celebrate achievements together, recognize their birthday, refer to them um, other business when you can, okay? Because a healthy partnership will lead to increased efficiency and a higher level of commitment from your you know, your outsource partner. Very, very important. And as always, evaluate and adjust, which is the last bit of advice I want to give you. You know, you've got to be able to periodically evaluate the effectiveness of any of your outsourcing arrangements. You've got to assess whether your objectives are being met. Um, you've got to, again, look at your rate of return. You've got to look at if if things are being done on time, on a consistent level, you've got to be looking at all of that. Listen, outsourcing truly can be a game changer for small business owners looking to scale their business and focus more on 
being an efficient and tightly ran company. And properly outsourcing help does involve careful planning, clear communication, and selecting the right partners. But if you follow the steps that I'm sharing with you, some of these best practices, I think it's going to help you in properly outsourcing and getting the right virtual assistant or getting the right professional that you actually need. So I hope you took good notes, and I hope that this has given you some really, really good food for thought. So that's all I have for today. I want you guys to have a wonderful and productive week. Remember, you need to prepare your mind for success every single day. Don't forget, if you're not a member of the new member portal, Crown Club, you need to get in there, visit member.womenaboutbiz.net and get yourself signed up right away. Have a beautiful and a productive day today. Take care.